0: Hey friends, my name is Laura, and you are listening to Star Starsucka. It's been over a month since I made a podcast, so I thought I'd make one. I want to read you a quote today from a book called The Stars Within You, which I got from the library, but I just wanted to say happy new moon in Aquarius, and also happy Aquarius season. Um, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Starsucka. Um... What else? My podcast and anything I offer are for entertainment purposes only, and I am a student. So I got this book, The Stars Within You, and there is this quote that I want to say, want to read to you. I love astrology. Oh, let me tell you first. This is The Stars Within You, A Modern Guide to Astrology by Juliana McCarthy. I love astrology so much, the art of reading energy maps, which tell the story of who we are, through myths and archetypes. I love being a translator for people, helping to reveal their connection to the cosmos. It is beautiful to see people in their fullest potential without even knowing them. In turn, my clients feel that astrology validates what they already knew about themselves but didn't have the language to express. They find comfort in being seen and recognized and in realizing that they are reflected in the stars. In this way, astrology helps us to accept ourselves more readily, both our gifts and our struggles. Since the feedback about who we are comes from planets, not people, it helps us to face ourselves without defensiveness, owning and embracing every dimension of our intricate beings. I didn't know if I had a theme today, but I guess it's going to be books. I ordered two of my own, very own books. Um, one is one that I checked out from my local library and I loved it so much. I just had to buy my own copy and it's called astrology using the wisdom of the stars in your everyday life. And it's by Carol Taylor. I love the illustrations and the simplicity of it and the charts. And then you were born for this by Chani Nicholas and she's going to be in Portland tonight. I don't think I'm going, um, this is, and the byline is astrology for radical self-acceptance. It's very interesting, highly recommend it. And if you go to Chani's website, you can, it's like chart slash Basically, Google Chani Nicholas, go to her website. On her website, there's a thing that's like your chart. Now you won't be able to look up what it means if you don't have the book but you can look at your chart in a very simple, beautiful illustration way that shows you what planets are in what houses for you. And just it basically tells you the basic of. I, I keep using this word significations, and I'm not sure that I'm using it right. And I need to just stop. I've been listening to uh, the astrology podcast today. I'm listening to the descriptions of the zodiac. And Chris Brenner says... I don't know. I hear him say significations and then it makes me say it. That's all I know. So, which I highly recommend his podcast, by the way. And I got the bundle of posters. So that was fun. And nobody pays me to tell anybody anything because I'm not sponsored. I may be making myself an Amazon wish wishlist, um, at least with some books that I want. I could see down the road possibly getting a P.O. box where I could get products or books in the mail without having to tell the whole world where I live. Back to the topic of books. Hello, Pisces, Sun, Mercury, Combust, uh, Sun, Sun, Combust, Mercury. Okay, the other (laughs) book that I have to give back very soon because I'm literally paying to keep these books is Essential Astrology, Everything You Need to Know to Interpret Your Natal Chart, and it's by Amy Herring. And then the other one, which I adore, is Celestial Watercolor, Learn to Paint the Zodiac, Constellations, and Seasonal Night Skies by Elise Mann. Um, I don't think there's anything I really want to read to you necessarily. We're in, um, I think I already told you guys, I have no idea if I did. We are in Aquarius season. An Aquarius is an air sign. We were in Capricorn, which is an earth sign, right? So the air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. I have a Libra rising, so air sign. Um, it is yang energy. So some people say masculine, but we're trying. I'm trying to get away from saying masculine and feminine, so that it's not like associated with gender, but rather. Um, yin and yang which people do understand um yang so these signs are yang they're self-expressive they're sanguine sanguine um, as far as hippocratic temperament they're communicative social and conceptual cool 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 so i was just going to read about the aquarius so people born January 20th to February 18th, this would describe your sun. So the sun represents you, right? Who you are. Um, I'm not going to stop this. I wanted to find, I had just f- found some little succinct way of saying what the sun meant. The moon is like your inner world and like your true self. And the sun is like who you are in the world and your work in the world and your gifts, how you shine in the world. Anyway, let me describe an Aquarian person. This is from the book celestial watercolor. Curiously, although Aquarius is represented by the symbol for waves and its icon is the water bearer. Aquarius is considered an air element. Aquarians are unique, smart and intuitive. They have inquiring minds and are fascinated by politics, puzzles and people. They are always seeking answers to questions that most of us have yet to think of Aquarians as wait, they are always seeking answers to questions that most of us have yet to think of Aquarians are big picture people. Hmm. They are always seeking answers to questions that most of us have yet to think of. Oh my gosh, they need to make their periods more prominent or I need glasses. Aquarians are big picture people are big-picture people. They develop and pursue new ideas and grand visions. Their charitable tendencies and inventiveness make them the Zodiac's great humanitarians. Water bearers love innovation and change. The wave symbol also represents disruption, and Aquarians are all about the next new thing. They are not, however, workaholics and don't really crave materialistic rewards. They want to think hippies, okay, the age of the Aquarius. They want to be passionate in their careers and are drawn to technology, science, and mathematics, as well as humanities. They are typically tolerant of other people's inconsiderateness, (laughs) remaining calm and charitable. They are a sociable group, despite a strong independent streak. They are happy in a crowd and have many friends and activities that keep them busy. Water bearers are extremely perceptive, constantly analyzing and examining Aquarians have, and that's part of the air sign. Um, Aquarians have many superficial friendships and lots of associates, but few deep confidants. Their strong independent streak and insatiable curiosity always have them moving to the next thing, the next interesting thing. Many geniuses and iconoclasts are Aquarians. While Aquarians are idealistic, that idealism is tempered by hard-nosed practicality. Nice. Their dreams are not fluttery things. The ruling planet for this sign is Uranus, which, or some people say Uranus. I don't think I necessarily agree because I've been kind of leaning toward the Hellenistic or traditional um Astrology, via Kelly Surtees, um, Chris Brennan, and Austin Coppock, um through their podcast, they were saying, I could have sworn they were saying, like, just the personal planets, which are the visible planets, which do not include Uranus. Those are the ones that rule, and we don't necessarily think of Uranus as part of it. Yeah, because, like, who rules Aquarius? have to look that up um i mean it's this says uranus but i don't think that they consider that it is it's considered the planet of uprisings and revolutions perhaps because of this aquarians can be rebellious hasty and mutable rule breakers aquarius is the 11th sign of the zodiac representing a cleansing release of the current material world and a look toward future generations famous aquarians include oprah winfrey bob marley James Dean, Charles Darwin, Charles Dickens, Norman Rockwell, Thomas Edison, and Alicia Keys. The modern shamanist's totem for this sign is the otter. Well, congratulations. Um, So I looked it up and Aquarius is considered to be ruled by Saturn. Capricorn is also ruled by Saturn, but it is an air sign. I already need to do a correction corner. I just woke my dog up. It's not Chris Brenner. It's Chris Brennan. Okay? First of all. Second of all, it's not Chani. It's Channy. Okay? Um, I'm just correcting myself. That's why I'm being a little snotty. I had one more book that I purchased, um, at the gestion of Kelly, uh, blog post by Kelly Surtees, which I guess I can link in the description. How fun. Um, I also, I'm going to start a blog. I don't know when, because I want to start it on an auspicious day, of course. It's going to be called Starsucka. And yeah, I can share about different things. But anyway, the book that I got is The Greatness of Saturn, A Therapeutic Myth. And it's by Robert E. Svoboda, Svoboda, S-V-O-B-O-D-A. And it's kind of religious. Like, it's pretty, um, super. Let me just read the back. Dr. Svoboda, nourishes the spiritual imagination of its readers by immersing them in the powerful, transformative universe of India's mythic vision. From within the horizon of ancient Hindu, Hindu astrology. That's it. It's Hindu. He enables us to engage vital issues of life and fate, love and conflict, success and defeat in newly liberating ways. No writer today presents the heart of this profound tradition with more authenticity. Highly recommended for anyone seeking to integrate spirituality with the complexities of everyday living. So this is more, it's almost like scriptures and you read it kind of, um, meditatively, um, And it was advised to be read after I say the mantras to Saturn in the mornings. Uh, And like I said, I will try to link below, in the description below, in case you want to start saying the mantra for the Saturn. Um, I guess I could say more about that, but I feel like I need to write stuff out. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to write well maybe having a blog will help that like I can write it and then I can just like read my blog post how about that I mean I can also say other stuff too um let's see I'm gonna just let me hey maybe I'll read a Chani let's just say okay moon in the first house that's me I just opened the book to anywhere I do have the moon in my first house the moon in the first house will give you an added sensitivity to life, a changeability, and possible moodiness. To embody the moon is to always be in flux. Since the moon is a reflective surface, you may have an ability to mirror others, an irresistible quality to possess most of the time. Everyone yearns to be reflected, seen, and acknowledged. Having the moon in the first house helps you to connect with others by way of reflecting them. Pretty cool. Um, So one other thing that I wanted to say is that if you wanted to leave me a message, you can go to the Anchor website and you can leave me a message there, which is pretty cool. And I can also incorporate it into the actual uh, podcast. And I'm pretty sure that I need to be interviewing people for interest. That's part of, I guess, why I haven't been doing it uh, because I do want something a little more interesting than just me talking. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening and thanks for following. Um, I don't know what else to say right now, so I guess I'm going to end it. Goodbye.